Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Ow, ow! Whoa. <laughs> Good morning. Ow, ah, yeah. You know... I'm sorry. Wayne woke up before me this morning. I did wake up before you. <laughs> he is on his second coffee. <laughs> I am on my second coffee. How the roles have reversed. <laughs> how, the, that sounds, <laughs> how the roles have reversed. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that before. It's got a nice ring to it. I had a moment yesterday. Do tell. Do you want me to tell you? Okay. Um, you know, some t- I... I mm, I sometimes I watch videos on YouTube. You do. And 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 sometimes those videos are like, damn. You know, they they, they make you have that moment. Some you. of them are just like, you know, surface level motivation. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna get up early in the morning. Other ones, they they really have a real impact on you. And uh and I'm I'm not gonna share this particular one today. I think it's a better one to share on Monday. Much better suited for Monday. But I realized that every morning you get Wayne good morning yep I had a rough sleep last night <sighs> yeah it was a tough one we've had a uh, last eight weeks have been pretty stressful and Gabby's like yeah it was nice actually yeah I got up finally at four o'clock this morning you guys don't deserve that shit <laughs> you don't and you know what I'm I'm passing on my bs onto you and that is not fair that is not the intent of the morning show the morning show is it's supposed, it's supposed to be the kick in the butt that you need every morning and that I need in the morning. So it starts with me and it starts right now. Are you here? <laughs> clearly, clearly. I just want to know from you guys, have I adjusted the audio settings accordingly or am I? Or have your ears burst. <laughs> have I burst your eardrums? Do I need to put the mic back half an inch now? You tell me. Call in now. That was unexpected. That's how I roll, baby. Yeah. That's how I roll. I'm proud of you. So now you're accountable to get up early. and. No, it had nothing to do with me getting up early. It had everything to do with how I am presenting myself every morning. show up. Yeah. How do do I expect people to take action when that is what is in their eardrums? (laughs) Seriously. And, and 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 everyone listening, they they don't realize that once the show is done, you know, I'm full throttle. Like I, I, I you you just getting me 20 minutes after I wake up, so I'm still <laughs> getting my first coffee in me. But uh, and I want you to do the same, Gabby. Maybe maybe, maybe pull that microphone about half an inch away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and 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 let's let's get excited about this stuff. Let's let's because I'm excited. Okay. Let's do it. We had a quick conversation yesterday. Now I'm definitely about what? Now I'm definitely <laughs> putting you on the spot okay. and if and I'm making it real. Okay. But uh we had a conversation where we're like, oh shoot, like um what are we doing about when we go to Mexico? I'm mm. like we're doing the morning show. And I was going I was going to I was going to use it as an excuse, you know what I mean, to sleep in every day. We're still going to be up early. It's like 2 hours ahead. Yeah, yeah, we're it's gonna we're going to be two hours ahead. So it'll be eight o'clock in the morning for us. I think we'll get adjusted pretty quickly. 
Um, I think it'd be nice just to go and grab a nice little cappuccino, find a nice little quiet spot, and then we'll just do the morning show from Mexico. How's that sound? I'm in. Yeah, you can't say no. I already put you on the spot. Hey, I didn't fight it yesterday. Yeah, I was I was quite surprised. <laughs> I was actually really quite surprised. Um, like, that sounds fun. Yeah, I think I think it'd be pretty fun. You can get up early. You can go. I'm check telling out. you, I I enjoy doing this. You had said like um, a while ago. Sorry for no for throwing the morning show on your plate when I was you know talking about having mm-hmm. too much on my plate. And I was like, no, this is the this is the like I like this. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. Everyone that we talked to originally, they're all like, oh, wow, that's a big commitment. That's a pretty big commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. Okay, I'm all in, Nancy's. baby. What's you, that? I said, okay, negative Nancy. Yeah. We don't need that shit. We don't need that. I appreciate you your yourself. honesty, but we don't need that shit. <laughs> um, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be us. Hell Yeah. You know what? Start your own morning show. I want some competition. I dare you. I, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> I, that's, you know what? what it, and I'm always thinking about how can, how, can, how can I be ahead of the curve? How can I be ahead of everyone else? I'm like, you know, I'm going to do a morning show because no one else can, can commit to that. No <laughs> one can beat me on that. You know, anybody can go start up a podcast. Go for it. You can put one podcast out a month and suddenly you're a podcast host and you're an expert. You try doing this morning, every morning. For one hour, trying to find what the heck to talk about. Yeah. I already killed five minutes. Good job. Yelling at people's ears. (laughs) You want to know why we're on here today? You want to know why it's going to be so easy to fill an hour? Tell us, Wayne. Because we got amazing guests. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's why. Every now and then, we got to throw a guest in there. You guys do the talking. But (laughs) here's the deal. Here's the deal. These guys have got some good talking coming up. (laughs) Good words. Um, yeah, yeah, they, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, wow. Uh, Ontario investors who said, you know what? Alberta is pretty cool. So they started investing in Alberta and then they're like, oh shit, this is really cool. And I don't, I want to be in Alberta full time. So they just like, I don't, I don't know. It seemed like damn near overnight. They decided, Hey, we're going to leave our jobs in Ontario. We're going to move to Alberta. And we're going to find some temporary jobs. But the whole goal is that like we're going to become full-time investors here in Alberta because that's where we want to be. And so they did it. Okay. Wait, am I ruining the story? No, trust me. There's a lot more. There's there's cool details. I just want to get everybody hyped. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean. And you guys, lots of you are are here. You are living here. You have the opportunities that they are, that they moved here for. (laughs) Oh, and they'll tell you all about how you're not taking it. You know, you're taking it for granted. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's, there's so many amazing opportunities in Alberta and we're, we're biased cause we're here, but I, I'm from Ontario. I know, I know that Alberta is where it's at for many, many different reasons. And they're going to talk about that today. I'm inviting them in Wilson and Jess Pabin, Pabin, Pabin or Pabon. We talked about this because <laughs> I thought it was Pabon and it is, and it isn't. <laughs> whatever you want it to be it, that's exactly what he said but he said you know pavement is actually easier wilson am i did i say it right good morning wayne uh yeah you said it right uh, thank you for that kind introduction good yes. morning wayne and gabby uh good Jessica morning here thank you so much for that warm introduction as well how well, are you thanks. guys doing this morning Great. Just had my just my, my my first cup of coffee. Um so we're Cheers, we're ready. Too. 
We're ready to go. <laughs> Salut. Awesome. I, you guys got a, such amazing story and um, you really inspire me. You really inspire me for what you guys have done. The fact that you guys work together. I love that. I know how hard it can be. Um, I think that you guys have honestly taken more action than 90% of the investors that I know. And I can say that confidently. Um, because you, you like, you've really truly dedicated yourself to this and I love it. And I, and I know there's so many great things coming for you guys. Um, I've heard a bit of your story through discuss, like through conversation, you guys were at the, the most recent cabin retreat. Um, but I want to hear the full scoop. I want to get really deep into it. I want to know more about you guys and why you guys are doing it. And I also wanted you guys to share it with the audience. And that's why we decided to have you guys on today. So um, maybe I'll just let you guys start off on who you are and where you came from. I was just sure. about to say, can we, can we like really go back and like find out like where you came from? Yeah, and, I want the roots. how you got, yeah. You want the yeah. roots. Okay. Let's go. The origin go. story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, as, as when we say, my last name is Pavin. It's actually a Spanish last name. Uh, even though it, some people say it sounds French, but uh, I'm originally yeah. from Colombia. I was uh, born and raised there for uh, 15 years. Um, while living there, I uh, saw a lot of poverty and, and lack of opportunities. Um, fortunately, we were actually uh, escaping persecution. And that's how we ended up in Canada. Um, it was a blessing uh, just to be able to land here. It's, it's a lottery. It literally is. Mm-hmm. And, and I bring this up is because um, being able to live in both countries, uh, literally 50% of my life in each country, uh, has given me the advantage to see both opposites um, and the opportunities that a country like Canada has. Uh, this is not your, your average normal that you can find anywhere in the world. This is literally a lottery. So... When, we, I, when I came here when I was young and I started seeing, you know, the, the highways infrastructure, uh, people wearing nice clothes, having nice jobs, I'm like, wait a second, I thought that was only in the movies. Like, you only see a Ferrari in the movies. You don't see it in real <laughs> life with a guy just buying a coffee. <laughs> so I realized, I'm like, there is something here. Here, if you, if you truly want to, somehow, no idea, I'm a 15-year-old kid, mm-hmm. yeah. somehow you, you're able to, to obtain it. Um. Fortunately, uh, with only three years living in this country and you know, with, uh, uh, with, with, um, with uh, not, not very good English at the time, I ended up meeting my wife, who, who would have eventually become my wife. And so I saw their family, uh, their family accepted me, and, and I saw how their mentality was of, you know, you get a public job with a pension, with uh, security, uh, you buy a house, you pay it off real quick. You have two, two nice cars in the driveway mm-hmm. and, and that's it. You retire and, and you enjoy your life at that point. So to me, that became my new, my new goal. Um, and, and yeah, that's how I met the, their family. That's amazing. How, how did you guys meet? Yeah. Uh, and Jess, where, where are you? Were you born and raised in Ontario? Do you come from somewhere else? Um, I was uh, born and raised in Toronto and um so i am from here um so i was a bit about me now as wilson was saying Uh, i so i'm raised here um since i was 10 years old i was always told to deposit money in the bank it was expected of me as a child you know after every 
holiday tradition. It's, you know, put half of your money in the bank, no matter what, whether you like mm-hmm. it or not. It's, it's the expectation of a, you know, Italian and Portuguese, European old school family. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Wilson was saying, um, it's just, it's the expectation, you know, you buy a house, you pay it off with your, you know, you put the down payment down with your sweat from work, you work your butt off, no questions asked, you be your, you know, your boss's pet type of thing, mm-hmm. you, you know, don't think about, don't really think about yourself and, you know, is this job good or it's just, this is what's expected of you and that's it. So, you know, don't get credit cards, pay your mortgage down. And that's, that's your life. That's it. it, That's expected of you. And, um, the way, how we met was we actually just met, um, from a friend of a friend in high school. So we're kind of, we're high school sweethearts (laughs) and, um, we just clicked immediately. We have the same goals and we're driven and we don't stop till we get what we want. And yeah, that's just, we're just a power team here. And that's just how it's always been. She, she skipped a little part where the reason why we met through a friend of a friend was uh, her friend told me, oh, I have a, a, one of my friends, she's taller than you. I'm like, what do you mean she's taller than you? <laughs> girl taller than me. I want to I see that. They Show are me tall. this girl. <laughs> I tell her to me and we're going to settle this. <laughs> yeah, I, I was taller. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea before I met you guys. And then you came in the door and I shook your hand. I'm like, oh, wow, you are definitely taller than me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's shocking. You guys are very tall. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're, we're kind of on the shorter side. I'm short. I, mean, I don't know, average. And yeah, we're just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love what you guys uh, or what Jess said there about um, that you guys, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was that you guys know what you want and you go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's key. That's, that's so huge. Um, knowing what you want is, is, is so, so important, but it's a lot of people struggle with just like, like you'll do whatever it takes to get it. Um, where did that come from? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I personally have no idea. I, I guess that me being able to see the opportunities here mm-hmm. and and looking for a way to um to to finding looking for the path to get to success even though I didn't know what success looked like yeah. right um that that just kept my eyes open when I met Jessica one of the things I really loved was that was that was that she wanted something and she would just plan for it work for it and and power through for it mm-hmm. So when we started dating very early on, I think within the first year, second year, we said, you know what? Uh, I used to be, I used to be working at, um, I used to work at um, one little store in Milton, Ontario, and we loved that little town. So very early on with Jessica, we said, you know what? We're going to buy a house there one day, this type of house. We're going to have two nice cars. And, and we drove through the neighborhoods and we found the neighborhood and this is it. So I really liked how she was a visionary. Mm-hmm. And and we just worked together. We were like, okay, we need to save this much money every year. Mind you, we didn't know that appreciation would happen so quick. <laughs> and, but but we did it. It was it was the this is the challenge. Let's go for it. I, I really love that about her. Yes, like Wilson was saying, like I'm very driven and I don't I don't stop until I get what I need to. And that's just it's 
been like that since I, you know, actually it's very recent since I was 26 years old. It was just, I started com- coming to my senses of you need to do what you need to do for your life. No one's going to live your life except you. And I was always raised, don't risk, don't risk money and don't always know what your success will be. So with any, without any risk, you'll know, okay, I'm going to do well. I'm, I'm not going to fall. But mm-hmm. I was, that was getting tiring, tiresome, sorry. And I just was saying, let's just do something different. I want to see something different. I want to try something different and uh, just changed. I'm, I'm always incredibly fascinated by that because um, it's a very common story that we hear uh, from previous generations, whether it be our grandparents or our parents, um, that that was the generational thinking before that's, you know, you get your union job, you get your gold watch after 40 years of service and, and, you know, you get a car and you pay off your house. And some people are, you know, they just follow in the footsteps of their parents and others, they, they go a different direction. And it's never, it's never as if like, you know, mom or dad were super mean to me. And then that, 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 that I don't want, they were mean to me and I'm going to, I'm not going to listen to them. Some have like really great upbringings and they respect their parents and everything, but just one day they say, that's not for me. And I'm fascinated by that because when you study, um, that kind of stuff, you, you, what you're doing is you're studying success. You're studying that, that key pivotal moment where someone changed their mind and why some people go one way and one people, some people go another way. Um, so I find that, I find that very, very, very interesting. And that and was, was there like, was there a specific moment for you, Jess? Um, do you remember a pivotal moment or was it just, um, just I, happenstance? Sorry, <laughs> I do actually, I did. Um, I really opened my eyes and I came to my senses as well when uh, I was working a great graveyard shift. So I worked um, nights mm-hmm. for the school board. So it was a government job, of course. And then, you know, coming from an old fashioned family, that's was the expectation no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I was sweating, working my butt off and I actually injured myself. I had a um, still to this day, um, I still feel the pain. I just, um, I had a disc, um, a disc injury and a collapsed disc and I've had to be in physio multiple, multiple, multiple weeks and it's never going to be the same. And I realized, I said, you know, why, why am I going through this? I don't need to deal with this. Yes. I'm in a government job. They pay well, but this is not worth it. There's so much more than this, more reward, um, you can be more comfortable and do what you love to do. So, you know, my boss is not going to ask me how I'm doing or how I'm feeling every day. You know, how's your back? Did you sleep with a pillow? Did you not? Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I, I realize I'm just a number. And I was just like, I deserve more than this. My husband deserves more than this. And um, that, you know, put a lot of spunk in me. And I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to feel pain anymore. So, Yes. Mm-hmm. So was that when you guys decided to get into real estate investing? Like, how did you start investing in Ontario? What was the change? So, there? yeah, no, what happened was um, Jessica got injured right before COVID happened. Um, and me seeing her, you know, in pain, in bed, and it was just heartbreaking for me. Yeah. Um, I remember since we started dating when I first got my car and we would drive through the fancy neighborhoods and I would always tell her, 
I don't know how, but we're going to get there. Don't ask me how, but we will get there. And at that point, I realized she's, first of all, way too young to be having this type of injuries. And second of all, uh, where we were is not where we wanted to be. And if we had kept following the path of, um, of you know, nine to five, becoming your boss's boss, which was my upbringing, it wasn't going to get us to, 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 that, to that area of life where, where you're financially free and you can enjoy life. You don't have to break your back, literally. So yeah. when, once the pandemic hit, we, um, you know, school shut down. I'm also in the school board. So my schedule was literally go to work for eight hours to an empty building that wasn't used. So mm. sit down for eight hours and do nothing. Sounds pretty my, decent. From an employee, <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> loved it. A lot of people loved it, but I thought it was only gonna, was gonna, only going to last maximum a month. So I figured, listen, I have this free time that I've never had. Um, and my mind is always ang- uh, hungry for information. So I just started researching on finances. How can we improve our finances? And I came upon um, in- investors podcast, a real estate investor po- podcast. Um, yeah. And everybody was t- talking about, you know, the rich dad, poor dad book. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a try. I got nothing else to do for eight hours. Yeah. So in two days, I ended up listening to it twice just because of, how much information was there and and so i was excited i'm like wait this is this is a path there is something here there's a road mm-hmm. here that we can follow to to get us to our destination where i want it to be and so the way i brought it up to my wife because yeah again she was raised with the mentality of this is your home this is all you got you pay that off quick that's it yeah Right. I'm like, how can I tell her now, you know what, let's refinance this and let's buy a second house. Let's create a risk here. Let's get some tenants. And, you know, everybody has a, a, a nightmare tenant story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, how do I tell her this stuff? So the way that I saw it was, okay, well, it's not about me. It's about us. So how can we enjoy or be benefited uh, from the benefits of investing in real estate? Now, traveling was a big thing for us. So the way that I brought it up to her was, hey, what if we do this and, and we use this money to, to travel the world? It's just a little risk, just one house. Let's just do one house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one. And we get to travel twice or three times a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just dangle the carrot one house at a time. <laughs> so Wilson did approach me when I... Um, Came home from work at like just over um, midnight. And oh, good said, timing. Good timing. Yeah. You yeah. planned that so out. I'm like half asleep and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we're going to have a lien on our house. We're going to have a home equity line of credit. Like, what is this? <laughs> so yeah. I yeah. told him and I'm like, oh, but you said more trips. Like, come back here. What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, we could have like three, four trips a year and not have to work anymore and basically buy our time back and have more time as a couple. Wouldn't that be great? I'm like, that's fantastic. So like, who, you know, who do I call? What do I do? And he's like, well, you know, watch this podcast, Rich Dad, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and um, really listen and see what our life could be like because this is not it, working a union job and being your, you know, your boss's pet is not is not the solution. Right. So... 
That's awesome. So let's talk about your first property then. Yeah. So, um, so after we made the decision, uh, we started reaching out to other investors just because there is so many, so much, you know, so many questions out there. Um, what type of house do I invest? What market do I invest? And when that mm. list of uh, markets you had the other <laughs> time, I was just laughing because I was one of those people consuming that list. Yeah. But then Literally. once you reach out to other investors, and I was I was shy and kind of ashamed that I was reaching out to other investors because I'm like, they're just gonna they're just gonna see that and they're just gonna laugh at me. Yeah. But hey. Well, it's the internet. Who cares? They don't know me. Never seen me. <laughs> so I still reached out uh, to a lot of them. And they were just answering my questions. They were saying, let's jump on a quick phone call. So we did. And, and they're explaining all of this, their failures, their successes. Any question you need, call this person. This is who I use. So using all of that, we were finally, um, we started looking for our first investment. We said, okay, we have enough information. Uh, we don't have everything. We don't need to know everything. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But let, let's go for it. We ended up finding a property in London, Ontario. Um, as soon as we opened the door, it smelled like cat piss. Yeah. Uh, the basement <laughs> was one. full of animal feces. Oh. Uh, and we loved it. It had a beautiful <laughs> green carpet it, full of stains. And I was like, this is the one. <laughs> It's, the smell of success. Uh, well, do you guys, do you guys want to ex- go a little bit deeper into why that's a good smell? Because a lot of people, <laughs> when they're first getting started out, and I know we have a lot of new investors, just like yourself, you know, you just stumble upon a real estate investing um, podcast, and then someone says, you know, it smelled like piss and there were stains everywhere, and people are like, oh, I don't want to buy that. I, uh, that that's that just sounds like a lot of, a lot of uh, headaches yeah. and a lot of work. But why why was that appealing to you? So this was this was very appealing to us um, because, you know, buying our first house, we didn't want to take a lot of risk on, you know, having a huge mortgage. And um, so we walked in there and we said, you know what, this is in our price range. We can literally flip this house upside down to make it look like a million dollar house. And, you know, it may not seem like that, but you can and you will. You know, improvements and solutions equals profits. I'm sorry, that's that's our mindset as well. And we flipped it around, and we love it. It's honest, honestly nicer than we live <laughs> where we live. So yeah, for yeah, sure. A couple of couple of uh, we put a lot of well, a little bit of sweat equity in it. We did mm-hmm. have to clean up the basement and fix up the the backyard and a little bit of blood in there, but it was worth it. <laughs> and and the reason why we bought it is because it was in, in a hot market. It was sitting for 22 days on the market. And seeing it on paper, we're like, wait, the average in London at that time was seven days on the market. So this is, let's see what's going on here. Um, the person who was living at the time in that house met us with, without a T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> they, they were burning these little scent, uh, little sticks. So you, you'd have that mix of cat piss with good smelly in it. Incense and cat piss. That was a that was a 60s song, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I hope the song didn't suck <laughs> like this. One. Oh, that was incense oh, yeah. and peppermints. Okay, never mind. But uh, so we knew that people were not buying this house because because of this easy to fix problems. Yeah. And I just saw. I just thought we can offer under market value. Um, 
which again never or hadn't been seen in in London yet at that time. Right. And and 22 days in the market, I was like, okay, well, let's let's put an offer because nobody has for 22 days. He must be desperate. Yeah. He must be yeah. panicking. And and so we did. And uh, the the square footage of the house, the layout was also uh, pretty good. That you could build up a secondary suite uh, above ground on the rear portion of the house. Oh, wow. oh, nice. Which that's more desirable than having a basement unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we did that. We ended up uh, building up a three bed. Uh, one bath, one bath front yep. with 10 foot ceilings, quartz, pine stainless tongue. steels, pine tongue ceilings, and a one bed, one bath, rear unit. Again, 10 foot ceilings. Yeah. High end finishes. It's so amazing. Was, yeah. A lot of problems, a lot of challenges, that's for sure. But oh, that's. That's just real estate. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, I've never had a deal that was that was just no problems and everything went as planned. But uh, I like the fact that you guys um, saw an opportunity. And, and I would only assume that a lot of people avoid it. In a hot market like that where everything's selling um, and everything's going up in value, you guys saw an opportunity that nobody else was looking at. You know, and nobody wanted to touch that house probably because of the guy with no shirt. And his nipples. And, well, his nipples. And and the cat piss and the incense. Like it's just it's probably you just walk in there. It feels really bad, and everyone's like, ah, I don't want to deal with that stuff. I need something a little. But also on the flip side of that, people are also thinking, Wow, all these houses are selling for like way over asking price. This person wants this much, and like I can't like it's not worth that or going over that price. Whereas you thought, Well, it's been sitting here. Why not offer under like yeah. and try to get a better deal? So just that flip in that mindset too, because you can assume that everybody, you know, when houses are flying off for $100,000 over what asking price is, mm-hmm. you're, you're not in the mindset to offer under asking price, right? You don't yeah. never know a seller's motivation. Yeah, you never know. So that's good for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did it, it sounds like it went really well on that deal. You guys did well. Were you able to pull some of your equity out of that? Or what was the next step after that property? Yeah, we ended up refinancing uh, after afterwards, and we only left twenty thousand into the deal. Wow! I know it sounds fantastic. Incredible. To be honest with you, we made so many mistakes as as being our first uh, property. But uh, that's the thing in Ontario is uh, you get uh, saved by the appreciation. Um, mind wow. you, uh, when we were trying to find our second deal, uh, the the houses, the type of houses we were seeing. Uh, did not meet our our fundamentals. Uh, mm-hmm. Cash flow was minimal to none. Uh, people were putting offers uh, firm without uh, inspection or financing, and mm-hmm. and we did try a couple of those houses. And luckily, we we were overbid by other people. And and I say luckily because, I mean, you got to step back. You, you got to step back a little bit and say, okay, hold on. I'm buying a house here, overpriced with no inspection. Like this is. This is not this is not sustainable. This is not how you you how you build up. This is this is not calculated risk, right? I think it's just um, you know a lot of uh, maybe investors as well. Um, it's you know what I mean. To us, it's impulsive buying, and we did so many performas, and we're like just thinking this the numbers do not work, and we we were almost in negatives. So I said, no, this is, this doesn't work. We're paying out of our teeth here. And no, this is, people are bidding a hundred thousand dollars over. 
And we're not going to do that. We're not going to make that decision based on, okay, well, it's in Ontario and there's nothing else but Ontario, you know. There's so much more than Ontario. And we've realized that, obviously. And our money is working now, so we're happy. Yeah, we started looking at other markets uh, just because we wanted to move forward. But, I mean, we were not going to just wait until the market, you know, would collapse in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at PEI and the East Coast. Um, we liked that uh, idea of investing in that market. Uh, however, because of the COVID bubble they had, uh, we had to be pre-approved to go to the to the East Coast uh, yeah. and quarantine for 14 days. So that would be all of our vacation gone. Mm-hmm. So we decided, okay, what's the second best market? Um, and looking through the provinces, we saw the um, opportunities in Edmonton and Calgary. And we said, hey, we haven't really traveled, so let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's go to Edmonton and Calgary. <laughs> that was not. Hopefully you hit the mountains too. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was not the traveling that Jess had in mind, yeah. by the way. <laughs> no, I'm, um, when it comes to traveling, I'm a princess and I need to be at a five-star resort. But you know what? It was It was better than that because... Here we, you know, from that day on, our lives changed and yes, it's incredible. It's so much more rewarding than working your eight hours a day being, you know, the slave and in my case, hurting yourself. So it's, mm-hmm. it's so much more rewarding and it was fantastic. We had a great time. Yeah. And just, it's good. that mindset right there. It's like. Most just average people would be like, wait, you're telling me that we're going to use our our year's two weeks vacation to go to Alberta to look at the <laughs> market there? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that would be, properties. That, yeah, that would be most people's kind of like gut reaction, right? Yeah. But it's that mindset that like, this can change our lives. And exactly. I am, I'm it, damn right. So I'm going to use my two weeks vacation to go figure it out. That's so, quite an yeah. investment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just um, like I come, like I said, I come from a Portuguese and Italian family and we're very stubborn people. <laughs> so it was, you know, I just saw the future and I just said, you know what? It, this is, this is going to change our lives. So, you know, damn straight, this is worth it. And we're going to go and we are, you know, we're going to dive deep. We're not going to, you know, chicken out. We're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. What what was it about the Alberta market that attracted you to it? Um, they told me it was warmer here in the winter. So... <laughs> <laughs> Fire your travel agent. Yeah. I'm like, you have to move there. <laughs> no, you know what? We, we did performance on the properties um, in different provinces. And the performance caught our eyes, seeing the cash flow... Um, in Edmonton. However, that wasn't the only fundamental we had in mind. Uh, seeing that uh, Edmonton specifically is the hub of uh, northern Alberta and even northern Saskatchewan, actually, um, we saw that as an opportunity. Uh, we saw that as a market with uh, many industries. Uh, I know it's it's very reliable, re- reliant on um, gas and oil, but we also saw the diversification that Alberta has had in the cup, last couple of years. Um, also, the appreciation that hasn't happened here yet. And seeing how uh, a lot of uh, facts 
such as the price of oil going up, the 2020 being the year with the most uh, sold cars um, in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seeing how wild. people from the downtowns were moving out to the suburbs. And I mean, the pandemic's not going to last forever, even though it mm-hmm. feels like it. So these people are now, a lot of them, you see that commuting back and forth, they're using oil. Travel yeah. is opening up again. So seeing all of this and the and the inner immigration happening in Canada, um, thanks to the jobs, the, the job growth in, in Alberta, uh, we saw all of this as fundamentals and, and we're like, this checks off uh, what we want, the market that we want to invest and and we decided, you know what? Let's let's jump in in Edmonton. We saw both Calgary and Edmonton. Calgary, beautiful place, mm-hmm. but Edmonton just made more sense for for what we wanted. Was it? Did the numbers differ, or like what? It, what do you mean by, um, you know, we Calgary saw, was beautiful, but yeah, we decided on Edmonton. Edmonton has um, what we saw was that Edmonton has about a twenty percent cheaper price uh, in housing compared to Calgary. Okay. And and the rent is not really that much different. Mm-hmm. So dollar per dollar return on investment, Edmonton just made more sense. Okay. Yeah. And so when you guys came here, did you were you on a mission to like buy properties while you were here or what was the what was the goal on on making the trip? Yeah, so we we made the trip. We saw houses in both Edmonton and Calgary, mostly Edmonton. Yeah. And after seeing Calgary, we call our, our realtor in Edmonton, and we, after seeing a couple of houses, we decided to pull the trigger on 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 one of them, side by side duplex with suited um, units, so four units in one property lot, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we went through negotiations, and it felt so good being um, that the market is the complete opposite of Ontario, mm-hmm. where if you're the buyer here, you have the the upper hand, and uh, and that's how we closed on our first property. So we originally, we um, when we landed in Calgary, we were just thinking, oh my God, this is so beautiful. This is the neighborhood I want to live in, you know, by the water. But, you know, we had a discussion after one night after dinner and we said, you know what? Moving here would be awesome, but patience, don't make emotional decisions. Think mm-hmm. logic, think, you know, what makes sense. Just, you know, you can't just jump into it and just, you know, be like, I want to move here. That's something we would do in a non-investors type of life. But yeah. um, we don't we don't make the emotional decisions that will um, slow us down. We just want to make the right decisions so that um, we can be all set when we need to be. And now Calgary has become our, our goal, right? So we're doing the sacrifice, not the sacrifice, but... Um... We're we're not, yeah. We're living in Edmonton um, to be able to build uh, this empire of real estate that we want to build, uh, in order to be able to move to Calgary, and uh, and be able to enjoy. So that's our, our reward now, our, our five year vision. So when okay, so you went back to Ontario and um, placed the offer on the property. Was that with the intention to? move here or was like initially was the intention just to start investing in Alberta or was it to also move at that point? The idea was to just invest uh, long distance Yeah. at the time. And so we were referred to a team uh, both for general uh, property management as well as for Mm -hmm. general construction. Um, 
we didn't know the amount of challenges that long distance investing uh, brings with it. Right. Uh, I mean, from not collecting rent on day one, uh, starting an eviction process, and we had a few hours left to serve the, the tenants with the documentation for the court hearing. Mm-hmm. And the person assisting us completely, you know, gone, ghosted. So oh, no. we're like, we have two hours to figure this out. We could have, you know, waited, you know, not do it and and just wait for another um, uh, date for the court hearing. But we yeah. said no. Like, so we, we eventually pulled through. It wasn't easy. Uh, we paid for some repairs that, you know, the house needed. Only to hear the tenants complain that you know when are you guys gonna do it? I'm like, but I took, I got pictures that it was fixed. Nope, wasn't fixed. <sighs> that's that's one of the scary things about um, investing um, across the country or in a different province or different city. I always cringe when I I hear people saying that. I mean, most of the you know realtor teams, investor teams, mortgage broker teams, they all have a team you know, of, of recommended property managers and handymen and stuff like that. And, 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 and I like that. I like that, you know, you build a good solid team in another market and, and they take care of it. But at the end of the day, if one person doesn't do what they're supposed to do, suddenly you're the one in the other province, you got a job and, and suddenly yeah. you're trying to figure out how I'm going to serve this eviction notice within the next two hours, which yeah. can be extremely stressful. Yes. So, <laughs> Um, I mean, I like, I trust me, if I were in Ontario, I would, I would have the exact same thought process as you. I need to get my money. You know, I've made a lot of money in Ontario. Now I've built up all this appreciation, this new equity. I want to pull this equity out and I want to reinvest in a stable markets. I know a hundred percent. That's what I would do. However, hearing stories like this, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. And I mean, how 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 do you how do you resolve something like that on on such a short notice? I'm, I I admire you guys for 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 getting that done, um, but I also admire you guys even more for realizing you know what, if I'm going to do this right, I need to move to Alberta. Absolutely, mm-hmm. that's when we that's when we realized yeah we have to move to Alberta. It was a huge um, shock. I mean, for the whole family because everybody is in Ontario, and. Um, we're pretty much like uh, we're we are we're new to the province and we have nobody here. But like I said, I've said before, we have each other, and mm-hmm. literally that's all we need to, to get this done. Yes, support from you know parents, spouse, um, brothers and sisters is great, but you know he's my business partner sitting beside me here, and we get it done. Um, but I mean, it was very hard coming here for family. When you have an old, old-fashioned mindset, you you're thinking, "What do you mean? Where are you going? Like, you you live here, but it's it, to explain, you know, a lot of tears, you know, and you know, just angry moments, arguing, but it worked out. And I said, you know what? Just if you, you know, if you love us, you'll just you'll let us you'll let us soar. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it was challenging. It was challenging that. Uh- to make the decision to come, but it made financial sense. It uh, aligns with our goals and our dreams. Yeah. And 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 we were not doing it as, as you guys have have had this discussion before. It wasn't out of out of anger or out of revenge. It was more of a this is what fulfills me and and aligns with our goals. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes you need to be selfish that way. 
Um, yeah, we did have this discussion. Sometimes you just need to think about yourself and that's the most, it's your life. And I think that if people respect you and, and they care about you enough, they will still be there and they will respect your decisions to, to make large scale moves like this. Um, because you guys know it's the right thing and, and it's your right to make that decision. And if it doesn't work out, that's your risk. Right. And so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you have that support. Um, I wanted to touch on, uh, one other thing that I don't think we touched on. Um, I scared some people there. <laughs> I think that, you know, I think we both scared some people with like, you know, you, you started investing in Alberta and suddenly like your, you know, rent wasn't being collected and things weren't getting repaired and, and evictions. And that's kind of scary because like, that's, that's one of the biggest concerns that people have when they start investing in real estate is that, you know, well, what happens if, you know, the tenant doesn't pay or what happens if they damage the place or I need to evict them? Um, I'd like it if you guys, because you guys understand the Ontario landlord laws and tenant laws, you know, more than I do. I've done some brief research, but, you know, now you guys have the benefit of being able to see both markets from the landlord and tenant laws. Uh, and maybe you guys can touch on the differences um, from investing in Ontario as a landlord to investing in Alberta as a landlord. Yeah. So um, when we got here and we didn't get paid um, in the first of the month, literally it was the same day we closed was when we realized nobody was going to pay rent. Um, we panicked uh, very briefly because in Ontario, uh, if you don't get rent, yeah, sure, you can serve an N4 and, um, and, and then go apply for court. And at that moment with COVID, uh, it would have taken average eight to 11 months, even a year to go to court. Oh. And in this time, they don't have to pay. Wow. You are literally, that's kind of catastrophic to hear. So yeah. when we saw this, I panicked, quickly started researching the laws and the rules, the tenancy rules in Alberta. Even though we already had a team, <laughs> uh, still, we discovered that here you can serve, um, you know, a 14-day notice of eviction and um, apply for the RTDRS, which is the, like the landlord and tenant board in Ontario. And we got the court hearing for one of them. Two people decided to move out on their own uh, after we gave them the 14-day notice of eviction. Uh, one of them decided to go to court. And in, in Edmond, in Alberta, when you don't pay rent, uh, you don't pay rent within those 14 days, at the court hearing, there is no excuse. There is no case for the defendant other than, mm -hmm. yes, I did pay. Right. They didn't pay. They're done. Yeah. So realizing this uh, opened our eyes that the laws here are more fair. I'm not, and some people say uh, landlord friendly. I'm just going to say they're, they're just more fair. Yeah. Yes. Fair. Yeah. I don't and, think they sway either way. I think it's just well balanced. Yeah. And yeah. so we went Which to Which is all court. you can ask for. Yeah. yeah. We went to court. The court hearing that this person didn't show up. So the court just gave him literally three or five days to, to evict. Mm -hmm. posted the notice and they were gone. I, I was shocked. And yeah. people are friends in Ontario or investors. They were shocked that we had three evictions completed uh, within two months. And yeah. we already had it turned around at that point. And how long when you filed with the RTDRS, you said like in Ontario that can take, you know, like eight, 11, 12 months. How long did it take to get in for your hearing at the RTDRS from when you filed? That took five weeks. 
Yeah. Wow. What a difference. <laughs> and people and, uh, were saying, I think I'm sorry. It's so delayed. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think... Sometimes you can get it in within a week or two. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I think it just had a lot to do with the, with the timing and the pandemic. So that was a huge transition for, um, uh, what, well, what we call the RTDRS, which is the residential tenancy dispute resolution service. Um, they were so used to being booking live, you know, in yeah. person and now they were doing phone and, and, and they were dealing with all the new rules of how things could be served. And, um, could you serve in person worth, was there exceptions that could be made, and you know, sub can you submitting online versus email, um, serving that kind of stuff. So I think that was one of the big reasons, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, five weeks is pretty long in most cases, you normally get in uh, in two to three weeks, yeah. um, you can, you know, you can file that in some cases, you know, you, you mentioned a 14 day, uh, notice you can actually apply to have, um, you can serve them a hearing immediately in, in some circumstances, you don't have to wait the 14 days. Yeah. Um, if it's, if it's, you know, an extreme case. So, you know, to be able to, even at worst case, you know, they don't pay rent on the first, you serve them on the second, a 14 day eviction notice, they don't pay it. So by the 15th, now you can file and you can file two weeks, three weeks out for a hearing. Like that's, that's, that's fair. You know, it, it's, yeah. I think that, you know, I, some people could say, well, I'd like to get them out sooner, but at the same time, something like that could be um, taken advantage of if a landlord was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. So it, tenants are deserve just as much um, fairness as a landlord, right? So that they're not taken advantage of and they're not thrown out in the street, you know, um, you know, if it wasn't their fault. So, to be able to get in for a hearing in you know in five weeks is is pretty amazing. You had mentioned it's 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 black and white. Did you do this? Yes. Do you have or do you say no? Do you have proof? No. Okay, then judgment done. And then you know they give them a week to move out, and then you can hire a bailiff with that judgment, that writ of enforcement. You can go after them for the rent that's owed. It's a very fair system, and I like it a lot. So as long as you have a decent reserve fund in Alberta to cover holding, you know, carrying expenses for two to three months in the event that something like that happens, you just weather out the storm. You yeah. collect it, you know, you might have to serve them. Um, you might have to, sorry, um, you know, do a collections case or something like that, or you might have to work out a payment plan for them to pay you back. But um, Alberta is, is a super, super fair market compared to Jesus from what you're telling me about Ontario. Yeah, and as an investment, uh, it's just more secure than Ontario. Uh, if that were to happen in Ontario, now you need a huge budget mm -hmm. to carry the costs or yes. what's commonly known there, cash for keys. And yeah. it is, and tenants are, are aware of this thanks to social media. And you see posts of, in, in, in Ontario of tenants saying, I haven't paid my landlord and they're offering me 5000 Should I ask for $20,000? <laughs> uh, it, it just makes no sense. That's awful. Uh, yeah. We did have some... some uh, friction with the tenants in Ontario and London, Ontario, that it was wiser for us out of fear to just turn a blind eye to what they were doing, just because we thought in revenge, they can just hold, hold rent and we can afford that, right. which is not right, especially as an investment. Yeah. It just yeah. makes no sense. Absolutely. I, um, you know, we've talked a lot about this and, and, and the comparison between Ontario and Alberta. And I know that you guys actually have uh, an upcoming webinar coming up here. And, and you guys are now sharing your experiences of, you know, um, 
making lots of money in Ontario, right? And investing there and then also seeing the stability in Alberta. And um, I know that you guys got a webinar coming up here and you're, you're, you're talking about the differences and also um, why you guys invest in Edmonton and, and what you guys love about it. So I shared the link here in the comments for anyone that's listening live. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about the webinar you guys got coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So it's coming up on uh, Thursday, December the 2nd. It is at uh, 8 p.m. Ontario time, uh, 6 p.m. Edmonton time. What we're doing is just uh, sharing our experience, uh, sharing the benefits of investing in, in Edmonton. And we have actually developed um, a program in which uh, we help uh, investors out of province um, feel free to, um, and, and rest assured um, of investing in Edmonton by removing all of the frictions that long distance uh, investing brings with it. Uh, we know that firsthand. We know that out of experience, um, the, the, the friction, the fear uh, that investors have. And yeah, so we have developed a, a plan in which that's, that, that's removed. Uh, our slogan pretty much is just that we move to Alberta so you don't have to. We, we allow investors to be in two places at the same time. Uh, they can be in Ontario on their couch while their properties are well taken care of in Edmonton. And unlike a property management service where, or general contractors that they get paid a monthly fee or you know, for a task for a job that you don't know if it got completed, like we didn't know. Yeah. Unlike them, um, we are our bottom line. It's uh, directly affected on the performance of the properties. Um, Absolutely. Our goal is just to help investors uh, have have that 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 uh, calmness of investing in in Edmonton long distance, and we just want to help them out. We want to just allow investors in Ontario who have been you know discouraged at so many different deals like we have been, and who are frustrated and want to quit. Who and just tell them you know what you're not quitting. We're here to help you in any way we can. If it's you know a, just a phone call for two hours, we don't mind because we're so passionate about this and we love to teach others just as we were taught. So we had many nightmares and um, we don't want that to happen to you. So we're here to uh, assist you with that in any way, shape or form. So uh, don't be scared and um, just just you know, just do it because we're here. That's yeah. And it's, it's, um, you know, like a lot of the times you'll see like, oh, okay, there's people in Ontario that are thinking about getting into the Edmonton market. Who do we know in the Edmonton market that we can call? And then say they call up us and we're like, yeah, go Edmonton, come invest here. It's awesome. But to have your perspective of having been in Ontario and now being here yeah. and the differences and like being able to have that like really personable call about you know being in their shoes and knowing what what they're going through and what they've been through and like all that kind of stuff is so powerful yeah and, and not a lot of people will offer up you know what you guys are offering up yeah. holding webinars and offering to do a one hour or two hour consultation call you know and showing all the landmines and and things that you guys um, know to look out for um, like myself like personally I know I'll, I'll answer a couple messages you know if someone messages me on Facebook Messenger or texts me you know through the podcast but other than that I, I can't offer much more time than that so 
good for you guys for for being such an amazing resource and offering to share your experiences and your knowledge. Um, I really, really, really do admire that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a promo code for your listeners, Wayne, that um, for a webinar, upcoming webinar. Um, we have only 10 uh, spots <laughs> we were able to, to, to set aside. Um, so whoever is listening and wants to join us in our webinar upcoming, uh, they can use the promo code um, Morning Show, and they can have uh, free access. It's That's amazing. Thank you, guys. That's cool. awesome. And what's that, uh, what's that promo code again? Uh, morning Show. Awesome. Awesome. So the first 10 people who use that promo code are going to get this webinar for free. Um, when is the webinar, did you say? Uh, yes. Thursday, December 2nd. Right. Thursday, December 2nd. Maybe. That's the uh, Edmonton, the cash flow capital of Canada. That's, nice. you know, <laughs> I like it. It's, it's straight to the point and it's accurate. Uh, again, promo code is morning show, uh, no space. And uh, that's going to get you a free ticket to and that. And will you share the link in the show notes? So yes, I will. So people who are listening to the recording may or may not be able to get in on that. <laughs> I will share that link in the show notes. Uh, if you, for whatever reason, can't find it, uh, you can always uh, reach out to myself or Gabby uh, on social media or info at reimorningshow.com. As well, if, some, if anyone wants to reach out to you and ask you questions about the Alberta market or more about your story, how do they reach out to you guys? You can reach out to us on Instagram. That's probably our best bet. Um, so Instagram. So for example, mine is pabon.jess and Wilson's is? Wilson.realei. Awesome. And how do you guys determine wh- how you pronounce your last name? Because now Jess because saying pabon <laughs> and you're saying pabon. <laughs> like this is, this is why it screwed me up. <laughs> After uh, after so many years, <laughs> it's just, you know, having to learn Spanish for his family. It's just, it comes natural. I, I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand that. My um, my family name before I married Wayne is um, Peppered, but it's spelt out Papard. So oh, my okay. whole life, people have called it Papard. And to the point where that's where, uh, that's what I said, because nobody ever said Peppered. <laughs> Except my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much again for coming on and and sharing all that. And I'm looking forward to your webinar here on December 2nd. I'm definitely going to be there. Um, And definitely jump on and get uh, use that promo code quick before all those spots are gone. gone. But still, you know, I think you guys are charging 20 bucks for webinar. I mean, that's completely worth it. Completely worth it to to get all this valuable information. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again. Thank you so much. Thank you, no uh, Wayne and Gabby. Thank and you so much. Uh, yeah, our goal has now become uh, just to help out other investors, just like we were helped. We just want to uh, pay it forward. Pay it forward. That's amazing. And uh, you know, we're open books, so if you have no no question is a stupid question. We were there, so um, even ask us how you guys doing. What did you eat for lunch? Anything. <laughs> please, reach <out. laughs> please reach out because um, we're here to help. Really, we are. Love it. Okay, have an amazing day, you guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see everybody on Monday morning. Yes. Is that it? Is that all for us, Gabby? Yeah. Anything else to throw? No. Okay. You sure? I wrapped that up nicely, Wayne. Come on. I just wanted to hear a little more energy from you. That's all. (laughs) Thanks for listening. 
to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.